Ever lose it with your kids and yell those words you swore you never would? You know what it feels like when your button gets pushed and nothing can rescue you. In a nanosecond, a certain look, a defiant behavior, you go from zero to 60 and react in parenting road rage. Your rational brain goes offline and the emotional memories from your own childhood get triggered, unbeknownst to you. When Your Kids Push Your Buttons and What You Can Do About It is the book that will help you understand where your buttons come from, why your kids push them, and how you can diffuse them so you can choose to parent the way you intend and heal old wounds at the same time. Please check the liner notes to find links to Amazon for the paperback and Audible for the audiobook. Tell Me About Your Kids is a chance for you to listen in on unscripted conversations with connected parenting specialist Bonnie Harris. As she talks with real parents like you about real struggles like yours, these counseling sessions get to the heart of why our buttons get pushed as parents and offer tips and advice useful no matter your child's age. Listen in and subscribe to let go of old habits and raise your kids in a way that feels good. If you're having a parenting challenge and need help, visit BonnieHarris.com for free resources, schedule a session, or get a free one-on-one counseling session by becoming a podcast guest. We're all in it together. You're not alone. Thanks for listening. Tell me about your kids. Welcome back to Tell Me About Your Kids. I'm Bonnie Harris, your host, and today I'm going to be giving you some tips about sibling rivalry. A few weeks ago, I recorded a Puzzle Pieces, number 16, with Adam, that aired on March 9th. The title was Question Your Assumptions About Sibling Rivalry. In it, I explained that understanding the foundation of the rivalry is so critical in order to be able to put the appropriate tools into effect. Please listen to it or review that episode. The bottom line is that siblings fight with each other because they feel in competition for their parents' approval. And the way that gets set up may shock you. When you hear your kids fighting, arguing, getting physical with each other, what happens to you? Whether or not you try hard to stay out or immediately rush in to see if there's blood, my guess is that your head jumps into a what-do-I-have-to-do mode. After all, isn't it your job to get your kids to stop fighting? Therefore, you have to find out what happened and who did what to whom. And your kids know it. Typically, I'll bet you ask some form of what happened, what's going on, who started it, something that gets you involved right away, and they start telling you. So probably they either call you in to get you to come in, or when you do come in with questions, they start telling you what the other one did and did wrong, right? Do they ever stop fighting at this point and start playing nicely, going back to what they were doing? I don't think so. And if there is any blame or accusation, even calling a name in anger, you have just set up the next fight. 
Your reaction to their fighting is what causes the fighting. Why? Because they have to win. In their eyes, if they don't win and the other one gets in trouble, or even if both get in trouble, they see it as losing your approval and they have to win it back. If one of the kids is most often the perpetrator and gets blamed, and the other the victim and gets your defense, with each fight, you are loading the perpetrator's weapons and building the victim's shield of protection. The more often the perpetrator loses, the harder he or she has to try next time. I know this sounds like I'm blaming you, but here's the good news. It's all in your control to turn things around. But first, you must understand these eight points. Number one, your kids fight over you, regardless of what it looks like they're fighting over. Number two, behavior is only your clue not what should be judged as right or wrong. It's to show you the amount of pain or anger your child is in. Number three, what you perceive as the bad behavior, the hit, the push, the shove, etc., may be the final straw for the child who has been provoked and provoked. Number four, victims those who you tend to protect and defend, typically the little ones, become master provokers. Number five, the perpetrator is the one in the most pain with the biggest upset, always. Number six, the victim gains a lot of power and comes to depend on you to make things right for them. Number seven, Understand that what it looks like they're fighting over is their fight, not yours. Number eight, you do not have to solve it. You shouldn't solve it. Okay, so what should you do? Your role is to help them solve their problem, to be their facilitator. You cannot do this well if you have stake in the game. If you care at all about what they're fighting about, your agenda will get in the way of your helping them. You have opinions about what has to happen between them, and you try to tell them, look, you don't have to fight about that. Just leave each other alone, or why can't you take turns, or how many times have I told you there's no hitting in this house, blah, 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 blah. You must not care about what they're fighting about. Let them fight. They argue about things. What you don't want is to turn this into sibling rivalry. Fighting happens all the time, right? They're always fighting with each other. But when it really gets intense, they're fighting about you, and that's when it turns into sibling rivalry. So if it doesn't look too harmful, stick your head in the room and ask, is this fight okay with both of you? Siblings do enjoy a certain level of fighting with each other. They, they just, they have to one up each other all the time. You know, that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Next level. Would you like some help working this out? If yes, state the problem you see. 
You're both having a really hard time figuring this one out, I can tell. Ask them each what it is they want from the other. Then ask them, how can you get what you want? Follow their threats and accusations of each other, asking more questions like, sounds like you are really angry at your sister, Jacob. Can you tell her how angry you are? Claire, what do you think about what Jacob said to you? Do you believe it? What do you want to say to him? Use conflict resolution skills to keep asking leading questions, to get them talking to each other, not to you. Their problem is with each other, not with you. You are not the judge and jury. You are not the decider of this. They are. You are their coach, not their referee. The problem is you want to teach them what to do, but that's what you would do. They have to figure it out their way. We always want to get into things and tell kids what they should do, what they should say, how they should feel. And what we're doing is projecting onto them what we would do if we were in their shoes. The problem is we're not. Not only can we not be in their shoes, but we are years older than they are And they've got to do it in a way that makes sense to them. That's why the leading questions. You want to make sure they can do it their way. If you're able to do this well, basically, to stay out of it, to stay out of needing to get your point across, to keep your agenda out of it, your goal is to someday hear from the other room let's work this out so mom doesn't come in and make us talk about it. When they're taught how to solve their own problems, there's never the question of whose side you're on. You always give each party the same attention, but no one gets points. The problem is when kids fight and they draw you in, Somehow, and you take sides, you make decisions about who's done the right or the wrong thing, you're setting up sibling rivalry. You are creating this competition between them to get your approval, to get your love, to get you to see it their way and to be on their side. Don't take sides. It's as simple as that. Don't take sides. And that means working through the problem with your kids, leading them to figure it out themselves. Okay, next week, I am going to be talking about the no blame solution. This could be earth shattering. It really could turn the whole situation around for you. So be sure and tune in next week. Until then, Thanks so much for listening.
Thanks for listening. I'm Bonnie Harris. If you're curious to learn more or would like to talk to me personally, check out my website, bonnieharris.com, where you can also find my books, When Your Kids Push Your Buttons and Confident Parents' Remarkable Kids. There are also links in the liner notes. And please subscribe to Tell Me About Your Kids on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Tell Me About Your Kids is produced and scored by Echo Finch. Thank you.